Yeah, no, I'm, I mean, I've only been in town, uh, gosh, like a week, but yeah, I love it here. I mean, it's like they say, you know, that you've got the mountains and the water and, you know, just all the trees, man, wow. And uh, yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm here for work, but yeah, like that's totally awesome that you live in Ballard too. Um, like I say, I'm, I'm just totally new to the neighborhood. I'm just still exploring, you know. Hey, ice cream, huh? Yeah, that's gonna be fun later, right? We should hang out. Like, what do you think? Like, tomorrow? Are you free tomorrow to just to hang? Or should I give you my number? Like, maybe we can, you know, hit a bar or something? May I have the password, please? I'm sorry, what? Please, what is the password? I, I don't know any password. I just thought we could be friends. podcast about hating the city we love it's me colin i'm here with greg and brian hey hello i just want to say before we really get going i had a fantastic time fuck you oh thanks <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know what you're talking about but i already don't like it wow i was gonna say seeing Ouch. eyes wide shut and um society at oh, the yeah, beginning i was there for that mm-hmm. and also colin sounds like you had a fantastic time despite greg being there I, I think that's right. Uh, getting to meet Wes and Jamie. Oh, yeah. Okay. So all this time, I don't know how I first picked up on this, some cultural context clues. I've been saying, uh, what's the at? I think it's W-E-S-C-Z. Is that yeah. right? I've been saying all this time that they must be an Iranian woman and... <laughs> I was right, and all and all this time you've been saying, nah, they're probably a doughy, white, bearded guy um, who looks like me, and uh, uh, I am right. Uh, we now know. So I don't remember ever saying that, first of all, but you're right. You are right. Yeah. Uh, well, we sorry. thought he was uh, part of our regular demographic. <laughs> yeah, well, wrong, wrong again, guys. Yeah. Uh, well, that ruled. I know you had a fantastic time, Brian. You just can't stop talking about that movie. Me and Eyes Wide Shut, <laughs> we are like this. Yeah. Uh, also, Society, um, yeah, watching that, it's better even than the last time oh, I saw man, it. It's it was kind of, amazing. It's kind of a masterpiece. Um, well, it's great. So I will rent and watch Society. You have to. Oh, yeah. yeah it's really I good. couldn't stay late because, uh, you know, the Sandman was tugging at my little <laughs> eyelids. And, you know, I had to go. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Um, if, uh, you know, we were happy to watch that film in peace without um, your cack, your, like, you know, guffawing <laughs> and Rin's cackling. <laughs> our Colin only got a little bit of it because we were trying to be in our best behavior, but our, our loud talking in the movie annoys the shit out of Greg, apparently. Although, I will say, the last time I watched a movie with you, this motherfucker was doing most of the loud talking, including... Okay, yeah, that was... At, that, that was 
angel has fallen or whatever. Well, no, I think we were all talking. <laughs> that one, I, I was thinking more once upon a time in Hollywood, but no, angels fallen was a free fast, or you know, just you know, everybody did whatever. But yeah, yeah. Look, you know, when you're watching Gerard Butler be Gerard Butler Hell with yeah. a Nick Nolte cameo, you can't help but let the oh, yeah. let the shit fly. I think I know a spoiler for that, so I won't say it. <laughs> it's, it's a good movie. Man. Yeah, the spoiler, the spoiler is spoiler. best movie <laughs> yeah. of the year. It's a very good movie. <laughs> Extremely good. Best of the Has Fallen series. I don't I'm a know strong about that. that, that. I. I London has spawned as the most offensive, which is which is <laughs> a lot what, because they're okay. very offensive. Yeah, all three London has fallen. It's most offensive I, to me. It's the most insane as well. Like it's probably it has the craziest, the craziest yeah. action. The Angel has fallen is comparatively understated. Um, it, it is, but it's a it's a real character study of yeah, Gerard Butler's character, <laughs> yeah. and I feel like there's a lot of layers to. Paul Blard or whatever his name is in the fucking movie. It's like it's got a lot of layers. I yeah. enjoyed uh, peeling that onion. Mm-hmm. It brings up the question of CTE, a real issue for uh, Secret Service agents Topical. everywhere. I do like that. It's like um, did it bring up prostitutes and <laughs> what else do they like? That's the Strippers? best part of the Has Fallen series. Pretending that Secret Service agents are anything other than <laughs> yeah. the biggest dumbasses like, yeah, in the no, federal government. The Angels Fallen. The villains in it. It is the only um, credible villain mm-hmm. of the series because the rest are just like, uh, you know, some kind of like. Uh, it's all like, um, well, it's always false flags, right? But yeah. it's um, like they're like various like terrorists or like is mm-hmm. I get the why well, get them confused, but whatever. <laughs> but um, it's uh no, it's it's North Korea, I think, in the, in the first one, which rules. <laughs> um, <laughs> they yeah. flew a plane across the entire United States without anybody noticing. How do you know they didn't go over the North Pole, dumbass? <laughs> oh shit! You know what, uh, Greg? You got me there. Yeah, I did. Uh, North Korea is going to get you there. Um, but no, the the villain is the most credible in that it's basically um, Eric Prince and Blackwater. Yeah, yeah. It like just tries to um, assassinate the president for money and for then later down the road for more influence and more contracts and it, specifically like a shitload of transferring a lot of like Pentagon budget like some. Rel, you know, significant to a single like global uh, mercenary company amount of work to mercenary yeah. contractors. Yeah, yeah. The plan was to, like shift the uh, war burden to mercenaries or whatever. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, definitely <laughs> not a thing that gets talked about or whatever. Yeah, they were more topical in, in Angels Fallen. That's yeah, why I liked it more. Like, more. I felt like they really captured the moment. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just this rapacious capitalist mercenary uh just doing you know just treating the world like it you know yeah it was was basically a documentary yeah yeah or it was you know we was looking into the future because that's the one it's the one plot of uh a has fallen movie that could maybe happen Mm. yeah now they do have to answer how "thank you for smoking" guy turned into Morgan Freeman between the I second and third I said one. He was so confused. Like, <laughs> why isn't that guy president forever? And like, <laughs> obviously, term limits. Yeah, he's term limited, dude. Uh, look. After what he did in London, because he also kills some guys in London. Like he mercs some terrorists himself. So I think president for life at that point. Well, he want, probably wanted to spend more time with his family. Maybe he had CTE his issues as well. Thought his wife died. 
Whatever. I don't oh, get no, a new one. Damn, Colin's oh, right. Colin's right. His wife did die. <laughs> dude, that's uh, and I think Naomi Judge is off that damn cliff, right? Well, wasn't Gerard Butler like part of that or something? Yeah, he yeah. couldn't get her out, and yeah. then he was trying to get the seatbelt off. Yeah, that was the heart of their initial dislike the of strife. each other. Yeah, but then they came back together in London so they could kill some uh, Terrys. Wow. Okay. This is. Yeah. I just watched the first one, so it's very fresh. <laughs> cool. This is podcast. Is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Um, let's definitely not edit all of that out. <laughs> yeah. Let's. Yeah. Let's definitely not do that. Um. Yeah. I, uh, so I think. I mean, I don't know how you guys like your water. I mean, usually, if I if I'm getting water, I prefer it unleaded, but. <laughs> Sometimes, just for the thrill, you know, uh, I get a little lead. Um, People like heavy metal on the radio, but they don't (laughs) like it in their water. Yeah, it fucks up. It messes with my catalytic converter. (laughs) If you don't know what the fuck we're talking about, it's that there's lead in your water, probably. (laughs) Probably. Most most likely. Better to assume, you know. But there's definitely lead at the King County Jail. Well, and when we, we had talked before the show a little about this, yeah. we're like, well, of course, it's a very old uh, building, probably dating back to ye old times. <laughs> so when I looked it up, uh, 1986. Okay. That's yeah. when that came on board. Like two, uh, two years after our birth. Yeah. Genius. Nobody knew about lead poisoning in 1986, though. No. So in their defense. No. <laughs> We're going to start seeing those commercials for, like, mesothelioma, you know? Oh, it's like, if you or someone you know was in jail <laughs> in the Yeah, I can guarantee you no one wants to represent those people. So, yeah, um, yeah no, really cool. Um, but also really predictable. I mean, like, totally. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not just Flint. Uh, that was a particularly, like, horrible thing that happened that probably, you know, no one will ever really fix her in a meaningful way or get punished for or whatever. But uh, probably a lot of America is has lead in the water. We could just guess. I mean, it seems like that. Um, well, King County Jail. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I mean, why just the jail? Probably <laughs> right, a lot right. of. Why not? I mean, what did they go like? Well, this is a jail. We should probably put lead in the water. I mean, no. It's like, uh, you know, they're it's connected up to the same water system anybody else has uh, the fact that it is so new makes you think it must be coming from pipes that were in the ground like oh previously. sure because it's not they did not put uh, it's impossible oh yeah that they would imagine they put pipes lead pipes in, 80s, in 1986 in the yeah. 70s sure but that's yeah. how fucking stupid yeah. we are in america um but uh well, I think they, right after the Flint thing came out, I think they had done, like, some people had done some research, like, around the Midwest and maybe some other major American cities. And I think they had found, like, in a lot of cities, they had lead levels, like, higher than Flint. So, yeah, I think it's very real. Like, we're probably all, like, slowly fucking going crazy from heavy metal <laughs> yeah. poisoning. Uh, yeah, filter which... your water, people. I was just, like I was saying Do earlier. Do not filter <laughs> yeah. your water. Do not listen to Greg. I'm, look, I grew up drinking the water out of the tap, but... um. Because people are always saying, oh, the water's so good here. But now that he's a fancy homeowner. But, no, my entire adult life, since I moved out, uh, actually, maybe we got, we might have got a Brita before, like, the last few years living at home. I have filled the water because just in a, like, 
I was just like, the commercials are too convincing, right? It's like, there's someone's trying to sell me something to filter lead out of my water. And I'll I'll buy that for a I'm dollar. like, I mean, <laughs> if there's even a tiny bit of lead. Yeah, I want that shit gone. Even a tiny, over the course of your mm-hmm. lifetime? Yeah, yeah, just like, take, please, remove the lead from my water. So I, just out of like a paranoia and like, it was just, they're affecting effective commercials, you know, effective marketing. And now, yeah. I just, I'm just waiting for the day that, uh, we hear um, <laughs> that I was justified in doing that. Greg is desperate to live long enough to see President Joe Biden and Vice President <laughs> Corn Pop. No, I just don't want to have this. like <laughs> madness. So, Corn like, Pop, uh, Joe Biden, King. When, uh, when I'm running for president. Yeah, I won't. Yeah, all our <laughs> that maybe that's what's wrong with Joe Biden. All our brains are going to be like Joe Biden's because of lead poisoning. I think very that, shortly that motherfucker is on his last shunt. He's <laughs> he's getting too old for oh, the shunt. Oh man, yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. It, it's yeah. This is a Seattle podcast, but it is worth saying that I, this is the greatest show in America right yeah. now. Is watching Joe Biden die live on television, <laughs> which is what we said when we had Maddie on the show. We were talking about this was uh. before his eye like almost turned to bloody goop. And then his teeth fell out, and then he told he told you we've been talking about this all the time to turn on the record player for your kids because you can't speak to them and and stupid and you don't talk to them. I think in the context of the question, it was like very specifically like black children need more record player time. And right, well, and then less time at the public pool. Yeah, Yeah. then he comes out to tell us about kicking the shit out of corn pop. It was like brandishing a knife that he got yeah. from a box of cereal or something. <laughs> anyway, he had that. He had that straight razor, but oh, Joe yeah, Biden had yeah. that chain. Oh my and, god! And, I mean, just that's like some Streets of Rage, like Battle Toads. It's truly remarkable that there is a significant chance that we're going to see him debate Donald Trump. Like it's like an eighty percent chance they're both just going to fall asleep and like soil their diaper. I maintain that the Joe Biden Donald Trump super ticket is about to happen. I guess Trump would fall asleep. I think that's more likely than him making it through the the first half of the primaries. But um, Biden, yeah, yeah. Oh, thank God, but. Yeah, it could happen. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, so as we just said, the water is great at the jail as long <laughs> as you're drinking it out of the water bottles that they're supplying. Uh, and this is this is important because our fancy, awesome mayor has just announced that she's got big plans <laughs> for the jail. Uh, and what what could that be? So, I believe this is sort of on the tail of. Scott Lindsay's infamous list, which, as far as I know, originated in uh, Seattle is dying, which was his like MVPs of crime. Yeah, list. Yeah, yeah. yeah he had like uh, put it out basically for the big like anti-homeless push. Yeah, uh, and you know as we've covered on the show before, it's like total horseshit. But whatever. Yeah, but of course, we have to kowtow to these people. And so Mayor Jenny is looking to quell the downtown disorder. And she's got a plan for that. And the plan includes putting those people in the jail. Well, Well, what do you know? Well, the plan is actually to create, because they were like, you know, a lot of people that are homeless... 
you know, because the Downtown Seattle Association, uh, also known as Seattle DSA. DSA. <laughs> um, <laughs> of which uh, Maddie is a captain. Captain, yeah. Captain, captain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, uh, you know, were obviously like up the mayor's ass and city council's ass that they had to do something about all these dangerous homeless people everywhere, in which the mayor was only too happy to uh, propose a plan. And, you know, because this is Seattle and, you know, we believe that, uh, you know, people are people and, you know, they need help. They need treatment. You know, she did propose to uh, uh, fund a 60 bed treatment center uh, just to, you know, help with people that are maybe having addiction issues or things like that. And the thing is, like, 60 bed treatments. Are great. Where, where do you put it? Naturally. King County Jail. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, that makes total sense because, um, you know, when you're helping a uh, human being, you know, with a health issue, you put them in a hospital. Right, which we also you're helping learned. the yeah. criminal underclass. Mm hmm. With a health issue, you put them in a jail. Well, wait, Greg, that's not all. They're also putting a low barrier homeless shelter inside the jail, <laughs> which oh, is like, come on in. Come on in. <laughs> which, which, which I was like, isn't that the jail? Like, yeah. is that what we use the jail for? Which they're expanding, right? Because this yeah, is an yep. existing so it's program. Like, check yourself yeah. into jail. Like, well, because so. we don't have enough beds, it's become. Yeah, it's become an ad hoc. Well, you know, these people need treatment, which is why we're sending them to the place with lead in the water, where the whole water's so contaminated you can't even drink it. Yeah, that rules. This is fucking genius. Well, this is like, I mean, this is what we were saying about uh, Saul Spadey's, you know, rant, his ideas last week is like... This is this is a non-starter right from the beginning. Right. This, we, can you start... This gives it away. This gives away the game, the way these people think, um, and just has to be opposed by at every possible turn. This idea that says, you know, we have this homeless population. They have, you know, there are various problems, whatever the reasons are, um, health issues, economic issues, whatever they're willing to admit. And we, you know, we have, you know, an, our own take on that, but. The second you start talking about people not having a place to live, not being able to afford a place to live, and your solution is incarceration, like that tells mm. you everything you need to know right there. That yeah. is about, uh, th- I mean, locking away a surplus population. And ultimately, the rhetoric, uh, you know, as we also discussed last week, is ultimately uh, exterminationist. You know, right. it's like getting rid of these people, cleaning them up like fucking mm. pests. Yeah, and I and to give you an idea of the treatment that you get there, which I had, uh, mentioned this on the Slack to brighten y- y'all's day, but uh, yeah, I had a friend who told me the story who worked at King County Jail about you know having this uh, homeless inmate come in looking for treatment. And uh, upon further inspection, they found out that he had, you know, basically a massive like lice infection, like tons of lice on him. And for a month, at least, he had had this issue. But because he was schizophrenic, everybody just fucking ignored him. And it got to the point where he's like scratching himself like raw, bleeding, things like that. And this had been going on for a month before anybody even bothered to check. I mean, this is the treatment you get in jail, right? This is not unusual because when you're in jail 
you're not there to be treated. You're there to be forgotten, right? And uh, you're there to be not somewhere else. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's yeah. all. That's what jail well, is for. It's for taking people disappearing. You don't people. want around. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and, and once you put them there, it's cool because now they're a non-person, right? Because yeah. they're an inmate and fuck them, right? And so, uh, and and you, and that is our culture, right? In this punitive culture of ours, that's why people are in jail. It's because they're being punished. So mm-hmm. the second you buy, that gives you a direct line. That if you want to get rid of someone and turn them into an unperson, you just start describing them as a criminal and the things they're doing, like. You know, taking a shit without a home, or mm-hmm. uh, doing drugs without a home, or, or just sleeping being, sleeping without, without a, home. a home. You start describing that as criminal activity, and then then they are subject to punishment, which is incarceration, which then solves the problem by doing what incarceration is really for, which is just fucking getting rid of people you don't want around. Yeah, 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 yeah it's disappearing them. And you know, what happens to them once they're there? Nobody cares, right? Nobody right. cares. Yeah. And what happens is they they rot away, and their life is made just worse, and often probably incapable of ever getting better. And people die in jail as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. And are abused in any number of ways, and their health deteriorates. And yeah, I and mean, it's it's an astounding bit of uh, cynicism to be like, you know, uh, you have to help these people by putting them in jail, as if anybody's life ever got better because they went to fucking jail. You know? Yeah. Well, like, oh, it's they'll, a, a, they'll give astonishingly you astonishingly cynical. They'll you know, they'll cherry pick. You know. Uh, those mm. people like, oh, jail was the best thing that ever happened. <laughs> Saved to me. my life. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, those yeah. are those are uh, a small number of people. I I'm guessing who would say that. They've probably also been told that, but yeah, you know, that jail saved their life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, that's sort of that's that whole like category of news story too, where they'll like grab the homeless guy off the street and. You know, essentially have them parrot some talking point they want, and I'm always like, "Well, it's great they didn't catch that like ten minutes later when they just gave them twenty bucks or whatever." <laughs> yeah. Like, so, you know, like you know, I'm, I'm always just uh, let's just say uh, I find those to be dubious yeah. at best. But yeah, yeah. Uh, the, yeah. The like guy says jail was great is the mm-hmm. same thing as like cop like mm-hmm. rescues kitten or some shit like it's like i, I don't care I'm, I'm more concerned with the murder <laughs> yeah know? yeah yeah it's like man says jail not that bad yeah pretty good <laughs> actually uh well to your point greg um what's really funny is that durkin made sure to say to be clear that no one is saying any of these pilots alone solving the problem <laughs> so oh, good uh yeah so we'll just continue to pluck people off the street and put them behind bars as well, more what, and more people are you trying to solve? i like that jenny yeah. does agree with us though, that just putting these people in prison will not <laughs> yeah. solve the homeless problem but well, wants to do it anyway well, yeah. what, what a, one thing yeah. that i uh always try to say is that actually we do need to be saying that we cannot solve the problem right on yeah. on a municipal or yeah. county or even she, state level she does actually say that too but but she says that to you know to cover for what she's saying is we're not solving we know we're not solving the broader problem of homelessness which yeah. she is to imply that but we are doing a little something yeah. in that direction and right. that is not what we're doing 
We're doing nothing to solve the broader problem of homelessness. Throwing those people in jail, for example, in addition to just grinding them into dust, doesn't prevent more people from becoming homeless all Mm -hmm. the time because this is an economic problem. But it also uh, does solve the actual problem that Mayor Cheney and the downtown Seattle Association and all these other shitheads actually think, which is the aesthetic problem of these people existing. So by saying she that this isn't solving a problem she's covering for the fact that it is right well you know john shoals president of the downtown seattle so i must must be that's co-president with yeah that that's odd um but yeah president of the downtown seattle association luckily he lays out what his opinion of these programs are for <laughs> you which is you know he supports the programs but said there's little to keep someone in the west wing shelter which is in the county jail after they leave custody so the problem with the people in the jail is that sometimes they get let out, right? So that's a big problem. <laughs> Which and we've so, heard before. Yeah, so John right. so John continues, are the people that need to be in this facility, the, the jail, by the way, <laughs> yeah. are the people that need to be in this facility the most the ones finding their way there? Oh, God. Or are we finding them on the corner of Third and Pine still? So Cool. You know, there you go. They're just laying yeah. it out right the, there yeah. for you. Right? Are they the you deserving know? ones or yeah. the bad ones? We, yeah, we need a better algorithm for yeah. determining. Which was Samaritan, uh, I thought. Hum- yeah, yeah right? human value. Mm-hmm. Is that still um, around? Can someone tell us if that's still around? I mean, around? but their, their is criteria confirmed. is, uh, you know, is aesthetic essentially is right what one do mm-hmm. i see right now that's the criminal who needs yeah. to be yeah at some point i mean if you just follow this to its end point it is it is death oh completely you know? yeah I mean, people are being forgotten to die and and if we go down this road in an you know another 10 years we'll just be killing them we'll just be gassing them well i think on the shortly after this announcement at the city there was whisperings of Trump deploying, like, what, the National Guard to mm. L.A. to, like, clean up Skid Row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and again, know. forcibly put people in facilities. Yeah, those federal yeah. facilities are yeah. uh, places you really don't want to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, I mean, Trump, because he just repeats everything he just saw on TV, probably has, like, watched the, you know, Seattle is dying now at this point. And yeah. So it's very, you know, hot on this. But, you know, Mayor de Blasio in New York, I mean, not to be left behind, is also uh, deploying, like, half of NYPD into the subway, like, to catch fucking Bane or something in a Batman movie. <laughs> Deploy him in the subway to fucking, you know, rouse the homeless out of the subway. So. As, as you know, as an answer to cleaning up our crumbling subway system, quote, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, don't put any money into actually fixing anything in the subway. Yeah. Just rouse the homeless out. Which, by the way, once you rouse the homeless out of the subway, they'll be you know uh, on the top level, and I'm sure that the business community will have no problem with that whatsoever. <laughs> well, so you won't just be doing the them exact out to the same street. thing. Yeah. You're gonna yeah. rouse them somewhere else. Yeah, you know, probably. I mean. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to take a wild guess and say it's a crime to be hanging out down in the subway tunnels. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and so when the. Ho- and that's why you send in the cops, because they're not going to be there to, ha- to like. Yeah, yeah. to connect you with in services. a fucking house. Yeah. They're going to connect them with jail. Well, Greg, so. the. And that's what. That's the. You know, that. These are that's liberal fucking Democrat mayors we're talking about. Yeah. Blasio, Durkin, like... Yeah, and, you know, I mean, the problem is, is they'll arrest them in the subway, Greg, but the real problem with the American criminal justice system 
is the defendants have too many rights <laughs> and the crime of homelessness only comes with, you know, a certain length of, it's not a life sentence. Yeah, that would solve. So that they would. will be back out on the street. You know, you and, need a you permanent know. home. Yeah, there you go. In a permanent yeah, solitary. Yeah. yeah, or a coffin. Yeah. <laughs> or the other. Yeah. Yeah, I like the idea, though, of, yeah, of, inviting people to check themselves in to king county jail like mm-hmm. come one come all <laughs> yeah uh, yeah the there city beds, hates you beds like, await come you this jail yeah, everyone yeah. you know find well, a new life I, <laughs> yeah. I do like in america from, uh, the downtown seattle association too is like all oh, it's like they don't even want to stay <laughs> <laughs> they leave when they don't have to be in the jail anymore. Like, I just can't believe that once they're in the jail, they don't want to stay Dude, in the jail. A, this is exactly like, the line from Safe Seattle. Yeah. The, yeah. The, 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 the thrilling last act of Safe Seattle, which is about, like, the no one need for an us. island prison. Yeah. I swear to God, and we're the Christopher only ones. Christopher Rufo, who's yeah. edging the whole time. Yeah, we're the only ones who saw it. Oh, yeah. But um, uh, that's the line is like, well, you know, the way the reason these programs work, the, this this is a clinic, a drug treatment clinic. Like they're talking about, like it's a hospital, and the doctors are going, "Well, the reason it works is the patients aren't allowed to leave." Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool! Yeah, that rocks. Um, well, also, I mean, why would you want to stay if you don't have? water you can drink you know like yeah there's a stay with the poisoned water <laughs> <laughs> that that really yeah. makes you feel great about the services you're gonna get um yeah. the rules well and it's the thing that we had talked about in a previous episode too where it's like uh you know anything that isn't strictly a punishment for poor people is impossible right yeah. like you just can't even imagine it like it ha- they have to be punished like their poverty alone means they have to be punished and you know that's yeah and that's it like that that is the beginning middle and end of the political imagination is yeah well the poor have to be punished the only question is how do we punish them <laughs> like you know yeah because like, they in, they haven't quite i mean some what have accepted Byzantine death method do we use to punish them but yeah. not everyone yet yeah. right but yeah. slowly but surely that that line yeah. will probably erode yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, I mean, you know, we're a civilized country, so we'll just punish them with a, you know, a Byzantine legal system that considers every act they do to be a separate criminal offense yeah. that they'll have to answer for with either, you know, uh, fines that they can't pay, jail time, or like, you know, <laughs> banishments from like <laughs> local areas and stuff. You know, I mean, just what, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just insanely like fucking cruel country it really is yeah well i i think we've talked about this too but it goes hand in hand with neoliberalism obviously this internalization of markets and the belief the like real real foundational belief that we live in a meritocratic society and as we've said before, if you're poor, that is your fault somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we don't owe you anything because you can go to college somewhere maybe and get a better job. Um, it's up to you to improve your life. And we've, we have bought that hook, line, and sinker. And it's just hard to get out of, out of that mindset, I well, think. I hope this tears the mask off in this town, though. Seattle sucks, everybody. 
<laughs> yeah, this really, is not some really liberal does. progressive place. What did we say? Yeah. When we suffered through that fucking safe Seattle, and we saw that island prison at the end, the <laughs> loving flyover, mm-hmm. like like. The call to intern the homeless in, yeah. in an island where they can't escape. Yeah, what was it? And an wh- answer. Yeah, it's waiting. an answer without <laughs> a question. A question. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the they're like fu- showing like Treblinka, and they're like an answer waiting for a question. <laughs> and what do we say? It was like this. This will work, and give it time. Jenny will come around, and we'll pivot to yeah. this. Yeah, we said it. Yeah, and she did, and she is, and she will. Yeah. What what a what a disgusting piece of shit. Yeah, it's it's hard to feel feel good about this one. <laughs> well, not yeah. a lot of comedy to ring out of this guy, but yeah. That's, uh, but yeah, I mean that's that's where it is, you know. Yeah. Cool. But in funnier news, <laughs> Brian, I think you found this right. I think oh. you led with this was hilarious for the last story, so oh, yeah. well, I don't believe you. Yeah, <laughs> I have a tendency I, to do that. I did find this one, Colin, and I gotta tell you, it's a treat. It really is a gift. So, um, all you fans of vigilante justice, the- and I think maybe quickly becoming my favorite Seattle Times columnist, columnist Danny Westney. Oh yeah, <laughs> this guy, he is something. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm just I'm just gonna read this headline because it's so damn funny. Police had a citizen set up a sting to buy back his stolen stuff. Then they didn't show up. <laughs> yeah. You thought his ass out to dry. Couldn't get any worse. <laughs> like they're already murdering people and just being generally like uh, just shithead impunity. 24 hours a day right like, but i mean what imagine like going in to a situation going like wow the cops want to help me and believing it <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> which the well, first reason maybe not I, so i haven't read this i don't yeah. know that's my first inkling it. not to have any sympathy it. for this guy because he's like oh the cops will help me and then he believes that for a second he like he, you know but on the other hand i'm I'm still open to sympathy for this guy because, okay, he got some stuff stolen, right? And he filed a police report. I mean, that might have been his first mistake, um, but uh, he filed a police report and they were like, cool, you know what? We can actually help you get this back. And it's like, oh, sure. I mean, if, you know, you're not really, you know, okay. So I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to believe him. I'm ready to believe in him, but you know, and change my mind. This well, is what is it? Death Wish Three? Isn't that the one where the cops are like, "We need you to go yeah, do Death this"? Wish 3, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the best one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so ba- just have that in your mind, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, so it begins. At the time, the plan seemed thrilling. A break from the usual "sorry, safety first" mantra of the authorities, plus. It was backed by the Seattle police. So the feeling was, <laughs> that, what could go wrong? Yeah, a famously le- reliable organization. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, extremely yeah. good. Yeah. Unbesmirched. Uh, okay, I do see this. I have sympathy for this just sort of hapless moron yeah. who, as a just hapless idiot, could think that. Like, I have a little sympathy for someone going like, well, the cops said to do it. 
it must what could go wrong like i get that i mean i don't think i would have that reaction but um but i i get it i get it um but for Danny to have that take <laughs> is a little embarrassing, oh, Danny. Uh, what could go wrong? I think Danny. Seattle PD. Oh, that sweet Greg. going to find sweet that Greg. Danny has a very different thing. Sweet, innocent Greg. Say, my favorite thing is that, like, because we're, from the moment we're born, just relentlessly propagandized about officer-friendly and the yeah. police are your friend, all that kind of stuff, that we all do kind of, like, realize the real world. Like, you know, the the scales get pulled back from our eyes, like, each in our own individual way. And for most of us, it's having, like, a very awful experience with a police officer, like, doing something to you. Yeah. But I do love that every once in a while, it's somebody just realizing that, like, no, these are like a bunch of fucking morons just do whatever they want, right? Like, I asked them to come help me, and they just fucked me. And it's like, yeah, dude, like, they're completely unaccountable. What did you yeah. think would happen? Well, they're also, they're, they're also like yeah. the dumbest shitheads oh, our yeah. society produces. That's yeah. that's why they're cops. Yeah, I they're mean, completely unaccountable, absolute morons. Like, like, and lazy as fuck. Like, the laziest, yeah. dumbest people in America <laughs> and this city are police officers. We yeah. must retain them, Greg. <laughs> we must. Oh, At all costs. God. All right. Lay it on me. Lay it on. I'm ready. After a Greenwood man are open. was ripped off last month, officers suggested he, the victim, surreptitiously arranged to buy his stuff back from the thief. What stuff? Who had advertised it for sale online. I think they tell us a little later. Yeah, thanks to the bike dork. Yeah. (laughs) The police would be waiting nearby the buyback spot and would swoop in for a dramatic arrest. That rules. Cool. (laughs) I felt like I was part of a sting operation, the man, a web developer in Greenwood, told me. Oh, fucking dork. Except yeah, like a real dork. that something went wrong. This is very uh, burn after but, reading. Well, and also too, this is like I. Th- this just occurred to me too. This is the like nerdy kid in high school who like you know some jock like borrowed his homework one day, so he thinks they're tight, and he's like, "That dude's got my back." <laughs> yeah. right? like, he's gonna start a fight, like his ass <laughs> fucking rocked. <laughs> like, Why didn't you back me up? <laughs> yeah, he's just reliving high school. Oh basically. yeah, completely. <laughs> Except that something went wrong. At the appointed time and place for the sting, 8 p.m. one night last month in the corpse of the Northgate Mall parking lot, (laughs) the cops didn't show. First off, bad place for a meeting. Oh, yeah, real bad place. Meet me at the abandoned mall. Yeah, the place they're about (laughs) to demolish. Well, the cops probably suggested that so that... You know, they didn't have to go. No, so, so it was a safe place to have a shootout. Because that, you know, when they were setting this up in their mind, they're like, "Oh man, maybe this will go wrong, and we'll get to like unload our our sidearms." You know. Yeah. Um. So we better pick a place with a good like empty backdrop. You yeah. Know? Meet at the California Pizza Kitchen. What I don't get is like you would call. Like, if you're gonna set something up with this, you wouldn't be just like, "Yeah, see you in a few days at this time." You'd want to be like on the phone with them, like uh, before. I think he does yeah. keep up communication yeah, we'll, with them. We'll hear but, about that a little uh, bit. Cool. All right. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll Let's hear. We'll hear out. We'll hear it play out. I got hung out to dry. The man says now. <laughs> Spoiler alert: Nobody got hurt in the making of this column. We'll get to what happened in a minute. 
But in a city where it has become a given that when your stuff gets stolen, the police won't have the resources to help much. In a city. That's literally in every a city, city in America. Fuck you, you fucking credulous cop sucking <laughs> fuck off no nowhere in the world oh yeah can you retrieve stolen stuff by someone when you don't know who stole it no police force in the world has ever been able to to do anything because it's just think about it it's impossible yeah well, no. cl- close enough to impossible like what? Uh, like unless you're talking about? I mean, we're talking about like petty theft here, I right? Mean, oh yeah, 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 like yeah. small items. Yeah, like, there's yeah. no. I'm sorry, there's no way to do this. Yeah, basically, like the police don't care about your bike. <laughs> like they, they just don't give a shit. Yeah, no. Way. Well, they can't. From, even if, even from if Mayberry was, to Seattle. Yeah, what? Even if there was somehow a police we... department was a <laughs> yeah, good yeah. thing, which it's not, and yeah. there was even there's no, you know, it it. I'm sorry. Yeah, like yeah. You're, this is an There's no way task. to get that stuff back. Well, except this, which would be like an enormous undertaking to do every time. So that's and why uh, that's what Danny thinks should be happening because he goes on to say, acts of amateur vigilantism are becoming increasingly common. <laughs> Hell yeah! Now we're getting during the my nocturnal emissions. Like, <laughs> what? like, does he cite anything? Here? No, this is again uh, just like Dark Knight Rises. I feel like vigilantes are roaming <laughs> I, the streets. I, I want. I'm conjuring. Uh, no, he, he he does have some he anecdotes. A guy. He's got anecdotes. Okay, all right. That's what he's got. Yeah, all right, I want to hear this. So he says, especially when it's the police urging you on. So again, this is you know the stranger school of padding your word count um, a little mm-hmm. bit here. We've already had vigilantes who ended up famous, like Seattle's bike Batman. He's the anonymous engineer who makes online offers to buy stolen bikes. But instead of buying them, he simply takes them back, returning them to their rightful owners like a real-life superhero. So, uh, first off, first of all, not like a real-life superhero. <laughs> um, like, like the I, bus I, lady. I don't know about like the this bus guy. Lane lady. I don't know about this guy. But I have a feeling somehow he no. turns out to be a big asshole. Yeah, that's a falling oh, yeah. down yeah, hobby. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. no, for, like... You know, we should applaud gun violence, but it will be funny as shit when that guy gets shot. <laughs> like, I will laugh my ass off. Be like, you fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> like, sometimes you earn a sh- getting shot. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, if he's doing it all the time, okay, yeah. I, I, if he's doing this, like, repeatedly, I guess if you did it once because your own bike got stolen... Yeah. And be like, yeah, okay, you took, you got your bike back in a simple, you know. Now way. I would applaud him if uh, people came to him and was like, you know, somebody stole my bike. He's like, cool, I'll go on Craigslist, find it, get it back for you. But it turns out he just steals another <laughs> bike. Like, he just like, <laughs> he just, like <laughs> drives around looking for easy bikes to steal. It just steals you another bike. And when he hands it to you, you're like, that's not my bike. He's like, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's it basically is. a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. yeah. I would actually kind of applaud that. I'd be like, that's pretty cool, actually. That's, rule. <laughs> that's just having a good hobby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone's pretty jealous of Seattle's bike Batman, read one headline, about the rush of taking matters. The rush. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. The Danny's big headline where? A headline in his uh, own newspaper? Well, yeah. again, since heaven forbid we ever click through a link, uh, City Lab. Oh. Yeah. Um,. Like Everyone wants that libidinal thrill yeah. of taking matters into your own hands. <laughs> There's like reading about the, you know, uh, Seattle bike Batman. I have a rush of blood going to my crotch. 
sucks, dude. Yeah. That'd be so rad. Like, you know, one of those uh, like predator vision of a guy reading the newspaper and then the blood. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically Danny at this point yeah. writing this article. Totally. Um Okay, where did we leave off? He's not like convincingly thrilled though. Danny, I feel like Danny's just like sort of uh, lamely going through the motions here. I think he's this giving is... us clues. He's very thrilled. Yeah, this was like I, what he could. I think he was. He could get past his he's... publisher. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think mm. uh, the boat's divided. Yeah. <laughs> A boat divided cannot float. <laughs> About the rush of taking matters He's into doing his marital duty, <laughs> <laughs> matters into your own hands when the authorities won't help. Most the- theft victims aren't looking to be heroes; they just want their stuff back. But because stolen stuff has become so easy to track online, no, it hasn't. The internet. <laughs> so what does that even mean? Yeah. I mean, occasionally it- people sell stuff. Every product that's sold in America is a completely unique product. <laughs> There's never a second of it. Mm-mm. So The internet has created a generation of amateur detectives. So again, we're just sort of extrapolating. Oh my god, this is... This I've, also, <laughs> I've also been on 4chan, dude. I am aware. All right? this is I've the, seen the Q-proofs. This is the laziest bullshit trend piece I've ever read. Yeah, like, it's you, not good. He needs to like read the AP style guide for four bullshit trend pieces <laughs> and he would know like uh, that he needs to back this up some of this shit up with some bullshit no, data. No, because Danny is, like probably had, you know, a lawn gnome stolen from the front of his house and this whole thing is basically his dream piece of his yeah. desire to have engaged in online, you know, figure this out online, engage in a little vigilante. This is his fan- I maintain that it's cynical, but go on. His fantasy evening with a, mm-hmm. uh, a young sailor. Oh, Danny, I know you're listening. Why don't you get back with us about whether this is cynical or real? <laughs> yeah, please, please yeah, tell us. us. I'm not convinced by. I don't. I don't sense any bloodlust coming off of this. Right, well. Like that's a thing I have a nose for, and right. I just think like uh, this is just clickbait. All right, let's. let's it, well, it we, we've clicked that. on it already, so we're gonna read more. <laughs> that's what happened in this story. Within a few hours of someone cutting the lock on a storage shed in a Greenwood condo building and taking $2,500 worth of power tools and sports equipment. It was probably Burl Dirkman, <laughs> right, guys? <laughs> the stuff showed up for sale on the Marketplace site, OfferUp.com, where it was... <laughs> Thanks for the shout-out. <laughs> yeah, where it was immediately flagged by the tech-savvy victim. The tech-savvy vi- I love yeah. oh, that. That's some... That's some boomer nonsense right mm. there. Like, oh, he's a web developer, so he knows how to use he's the search bar with the in an app. You know? <laughs> well, I I don't know what to tell you, man. He's an amateur detective. Mm-hmm. Like Batman. Ex- exactly like Batman. He called police and was told they didn't really have the resources to help. Although, surprisingly to him, an officer suggested he try arranging a buy bust. <laughs> And police could help him with the sting. So wait, which is it? Well, I think like, it's. I think first it's, this conversation, this is, Danny. This like, is this, what was he told? He he was told at first they don't have the resources. Then in the same sentence, they did. Well, that, I mean, I, I mean, it's that scene here. in Black Klansman wow. when they're talking to David Duke. You know, yeah. it's like a cop laughing. He's like, "Yeah, dude, we're gonna we're gonna go. <laughs> let's let's join up, join forces, and go catch this guy." And then there's people just laughing yeah. in the background. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, they they don't have the resources, but he should organize a buy bus. Are you guys going to be there? Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Count on it. Count on us being We're there. We're going to bring the tank, yeah. uh, the grenade launcher. We will very much be there. Yeah. So after making an, an account under a false name on OfferUp, the man contacted the seller to buy his own golf clubs. Also, that doesn't make him special. Everybody's got an account under a false name on OfferUp. <laughs> He and the alleged thief arranged to meet at 7 p.m. in front of the Ram restaurant at Northgate. At the request of the police, the time was later changed to 8 p.m. <laughs> Hell yeah. They set the time Wait, of the you know, We need some more info here. Who's the off who are the officers in question? Do some I don't, fucking reporting. I don't think any of that is yeah. ever this, from he, what I again, recall, he's just writing this like it's a funny trend piece or like a a curio, but like this is like some actual incompetence. Uh, now I know a little bit about Danny's previous work. I just don't think Danny's a very good reporter. Dude, he <laughs> it was not a reporter. Ask a, a fucking a, question. Get some it, fucking names. Yeah. Did he ask SPD to fucking comment on any point? Did he uh, ask this guy he, he with the names and contact report, info yeah. of? I, I imagine the cops? he asked. It sounds like he talked to him a little bit, so I imagine he asked him to comment. They probably were just like, "Oh, oh, cool, Danny, we're gonna tell you all about it. Just meet us in the Northgate parking lot." They set the time of the meeting. The victim told me, speaking of the police, they were never saying, "Don't do this." As a police incident report put it, Redacted was also advised he has the option of setting up an in-person transaction with this seller for his stolen goods and notifying the law enforcement agency of where the transaction will take place to schedule a standby. On the big day, the man exchanged eight calls with police, his phone records show, to plan the sting. With only a few minutes to go, he reached a dispatcher who he says told him there was a call out for officers, but it was now uncertain if they would arrive. He probably should have retreated, he says, but he felt like this was going to be the only chance to get him. Again, <laughs> not to get my stuff back, yeah. which ostensibly yeah. is the whole reason uh, I'm doing yeah. this. What was it again? <laughs> golf, my clubs. golf clubs? Golf Fuck clubs. My, off. my nearly perfect blend of golf clubs. Oh my god. <laughs> that, I mean, right there. Like, that tells you, right, this is a it's guy who giving got it away. something stolen, right, yeah. that he, that doesn't matter. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He no, this doesn't has not affected his life. This isn't, um, you know. <laughs> well, he can't go golfing. This isn't the bike yeah. that he commutes across town to right. his minimum wage job at. This is his fucking golf clubs and some power tools he never uses. Come on, um, give him back. And so girl. his his interest here is getting him. Well, he has a Javert mindset. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, across the parking lot, he sized up the alleged thief who didn't appear to be armed, because that's a thing you can tell, and was 30 to 40 pounds lighter. I like the face that he's like, oh, I think I could take Yeah, it. I'm going to fuck this guy. Then his, <laughs> then his before picture? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I also thought the police might still come, he told me. <laughs> so I went in. After some small talk and taking some photographs, he says he came out with it. We both know this is stolen. He says he told the alleged thief, it was stolen from me, and I'm taking it back. Can you Damn. imagine how awkward that was? Yeah. Well, for this dickhead, yeah, probably. <laughs> like. <laughs> then he called 911 
in front of him. The shivers. He got very agitated, the man recalls. Also, when you call, like, the man... This is sort of confusingly written. Anyway, I had just taken a photo of him. There are lots of him and mans in this, but... And now I was on the phone with the cops. The dispatcher urged him not to make any contact with the man. Too late, in parentheses. (laughs) He asked if the police could please hurry. While they were talking, though, the alleged thief turned and bolted across the parking lot. After a half hour with the police still not there, the man gathered up his old golf clubs and went home. He didn't get his power tools? No. Also, I mean, this is... I'm just picturing this situation of him being on the... Well, the guy's standing in front of him. He's on the phone. He's like, oh, yeah, please? Could you please <laughs> yeah. hurry? Dude, that guy should have fucking just decked him, stole yeah. his phone, taken the golf clubs. Stole, the, yeah, stole the club like, twice. Yeah, yeah. Like fucking pan-stummed and just laughed. Like, oh, my God. I mean, right in sucks. front of the ram. Yeah. yeah seriously? Like, what? what uh... <laughs> What a fucking dipshit, dude. Oh my god, that fucking rules. Oh, dude, yeah. Please come fast. He's right in front of me. <laughs> what do I do? What do I do? This is some some burn after reading shit because yeah. every single person involved in this is story is a brain fucking dead. brain dead <laughs> yeah, idiot. Yeah. When I first I mean the, the thief's no genius either. Right. You know? Oh yeah. When I first presented this story to the Seattle Police Department, they pushed back. We wouldn't suggest a citizen go meet with the criminal. The thief could be armed and dangerous, they said. Plus, incorporating citizens directly into police operations presents huge liability issues. But ultimately, their own records confirmed it. <laughs> well, it sounds like they just weren't very clear. It sounds like they used, and this oh, this makes so much sense, some Fucking idiot cop used some cop lingo right. talking to yeah. some normal human. Mm. <laughs> he said, yeah, you should set up a uh, buy bust and call for a standby. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, sure. You know, so that, you know, you set up with and then, but he didn't explain to him, actually taken yeah. through that, like, you don't actually yeah. make contact. <laughs> you just... Yeah. see that the person's there from a distance or something uh, or not at all or not even that or something and then call uh maybe you're not even supposed to be there right cops thinking right like you just set a time and then you go then you call the cops and be like hey they say they're there uh they just texted me they're at the spot if they have my clubs can you kill them please yeah this is how you get your head blown off in a closet well, I, I <laughs> but seriously, that that that's what that sounds like to me. Just yeah, some for fucking real, idiot cop. Um, so like shooting five, his mouth off. Yes, yeah, so like five or six years ago, it was either at the Hever or Marysville Transit Station. There was a shootout over a similar uh, <laughs> uh, buy bust or whatever. And I, the funniest part about the whole story, so it was like this family of like a father and his like two sons had a chainsaw stolen 
And instead of just like a normal human going to just a pawn shop and buying a fucking chainsaw, decide to set up this bus with somebody on offer up who is definitely selling their chainsaw, not just any fucking chainsaw. Well, Leatherface really likes his chainsaw. So, <laughs> so they went and they had this whole apparently elaborate plan that, of course, in very Coen Brothers fashion, immediately fell apart. <laughs> and uh, apparently, one of, so one of the uh, one of our heroes here. Uh, decide to pull out a gun like the second that the person who was selling it showed up. And the oh person who was selling it apparently showed up with a friend as well. <laughs> and because it's Snohomish, they all had guns. Oh, so when the yeah. one guy pulled out a gun, of course, they pulled out guns too. <laughs> so then they all had guns and were just shooting in a transit parking lot Holy at like 5 shit. p.m. Jesus. at each other. And, uh, Did and they, they hit any bystanders? Yeah, good lord. Uh, I I can't remember if they ended up even hitting anybody, but the funny part was is the our, our heroes, the father and his two sons, uh, got arrested for like <laughs> shooting up a transit station, cool. and uh, and they were apparently like very shocked by this whole situation. Mm. They they called the police basically to come, you know, the, like oh yeah, yeah, we're doing this like b- this buy bus thing, and we've shot up the transit station, <laughs> and the police arrested them, and they apparently were like just completely beside themselves. <laughs> and the funniest part of the story was I was working up there at the time, and uh, we we're laughing about it in the shop, and some guys like, oh no, dude, I, I know those guys, like they're. They're, they're really cool guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. That rules. So, yeah, the buy bus has a long, proud history. <laughs> yeah, It's that. just stuff. I'm just going to say that immensely cliche thing. Yeah, yeah. And literally, like, uh, it's cha- just golf clubs. A chainsaw <laughs> it's less than the, stuff, Colin. Yeah, yeah, it's nothing. And a chainsaw at a pawn shop is like nothing. That, it, yeah. that chainsaw had spin, eviscerated spin. so many teenagers. <laughs> There's so many memories made with that chainsaw. They might find all that hair caught up in the <laughs> chain. You know? like, <laughs> it's immensely problematic for us, conceded Sergeant Sean Whitcomb, a police spokesman. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. He had the promise or the suggestion of a police presence, and then that police presence wasn't delivered. <laughs> Thanks for summing up what we just told you, Sean. <laughs> yeah. Three years ago, there was a similar civilian by-bus sting gone wrong in which the police also didn't show, but that time, the thief pulled a gun on the citizen victim. After that, then-chief Kathleen O'Toole ordered police to dis- get discontinue such setups with citizens unless they were highly controlled and coordinated <laughs> investigations by specialized teams and detectives. I love the idea of like somebody having to step in and be like, guys, this is a bad idea. You should stop doing this. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that was the someone janitor, should right? step in and say that about most things police do. Well, it's just, just like what a fucking... What organization of idiots? A bunch of fucking nitwits. Yeah, like the basically like some parent had to like like an adult had to step in like their parents and be like, children, children, please. This is somebody's gonna get hurt. This is obviously stupid. We needed to have someone assisting him directly, Whitcomb said of the Northgate parking lot sting. It's <laughs> we needed suppressing fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's really an undercover operation, and the premise is we'll be there. 
Another civilian who went on one of these stings, a software engineer who lives on North Capitol Hill. <laughs> these software engineers are mm-hmm. They're just shit, so man. gullible. Yep. Said police did come on. Well, they believe in nothing else but systems, like literally. Yeah. I, can, <laughs> I can say that as one of them. <laughs> Said police did come along eventually for his scheme to fake buy his own stolen bike in a QFC parking garage. They swooped in with red lights flashing and... It was awesome, he says. Oh, Jesus. But he says it was touch and go. The cops were delayed, so I kept having to stall, he told me. I kept debating, what do I do if the police don't come? Do I just let this guy skate off with my $2,000 bike again? Or do I take it back myself? First off, and he wouldn't run. skate off with the bike. He'd ride off with it. <laughs> well, hopefully. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the police never said, don't do this yourself. I got the feeling they don't have a standard playbook. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I love these people find out the police are all fucking idiots in their own individual <laughs> ways. You know? I bet we're going to see a lot more of this sort of thing. This is Danny again, I think, like mm-hmm, an mm-hmm. aside here. This sort of thing, as online registries to track stolen goods proliferate, such as bike index for stolen bikes, to me, the police have little choice but to welcome the amateur detective help. But man, they've got to show up. Well, I, uh, one time when I was in college and was visiting the Texas A&M campus, cannot recommend, um, it's a, you know, one of the things that's known for is that it's fucking enormous. It has like 60,000 students, and the campus is just Good God. the size of a fucking town. And uh, one of the programs they had on the campus, which I was always like, well, why don't you just do this as a city, was the college just bought a bunch of fucking bicycles, just a bunch of fucking regular shitty old bicycles, and basically just threw them out all over campus <laughs> and, like, you know, like painted A&M on them or whatever. It was like, yeah, you know, campus is big. It can be far from one class to another. Just grab a bike. And, like, they're not locked up or anything. It's just bikes just laying around. And right. If you want one, you just find the nearest one towards you and just ride to your place you want to go and you just drop it on the ground and go into class and then somebody needs a bike they just grab one and they just bought a bunch of them so they're everywhere right and it's like you know you could just do that as a city right like yeah. like again the only reason why we have this issue of like people stealing bikes and stuff is that we treat it as the scarce good when it really isn't like there's no reason why you should have like a limitation on bikes just well we treat all goods bikes, as scarce yeah, scarce yeah. goods yeah it's like oh, so we only because so we create the circumstance hoarding the right? fucking good man. <laughs> yeah yeah and so we create the circumstance in which like theft is necessary right so the real answer is if your bike's stolen, steal somebody else's bike. All right? <laughs> Let's create an economy of just stolen bikes. <laughs> Nobody ever purchase a bike again. Just only steal bikes. That's cool. That is uh, good advice. Do you you want to hear the end of this? Garbage? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're almost done. Yeah. I didn't name either of the victims in these cases because the alleged thieves are still out there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that if you named them, they would they would seek retribution. Oh, completely. They'd show up like Tony Soprano. Well, in one case, the suspect has a history of assaults. Whatever. Even in the bike sting where the cops came and made an arrest in the QFC garage, the suspect was let go from King County Jail the next day. 
He didn't get. A, he wasn't held for life. <laughs> yeah, they didn't or, hang trial. him. Yeah, <laughs> we have a bike that wasn't electrocuted. That yeah, day. he wasn't held as a flight risk. <laughs> they just tie like bricks just, around a, him and throw him dick. in the lake. Like yeah. you mean like everyone who's arrested for a petty crime, unless like yeah. they're uh, whose whose rights are even like barely being respected. Well, you know? yeah. Well, get this. It was bad enough that they just let him out. But that was despite an outstanding felony charge against him for setting a fire as well as multiple counts of theft. <gasps> dun dun. Yeah, sounds like uh, nothing's been proven or convicted, <laughs> so who cares? Yeah, neither of you look convinced, huh? Yeah. I thought that was going to work. <laughs> you know, it's the, you know, the country with the largest prison population in human history doesn't arrest enough people. I mean, it's, it's obviously on its face fucking stupid. <laughs> that and, like, and I think people don't understand, like, that they've all, like, every one of us in this boat, everyone listening to this, has engaged in a wide variety of crimes over oh, their lives. Man. Because literally everything you do in this country is a crime on some level. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And so it's like, if you put Knowing every jail for life... getting away for, with it is the only happiness I have. Yeah. And it's like, if you put people in jail for life for, like, any crime, they could, like there would be nobody left. Like, Which is yeah, why, right, what right, we were yeah. saying earlier, the actual purpose of jail is to get rid of populations mm. you don't yeah, want to yeah, see. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why everything has to be illegal mm-hmm. because then you have that the Every tool excuse, that's a, the toolbox yeah. you have yeah. to put away someone you want to get rid of because you just do. So white and passing as middle class on the street, uh, mm. I, I have not been arrested for any of my many crimes. Yeah, <laughs> you know? well, it's why prison populations tend to reflect like the reviled elements of the society, right? Yeah. So, in a country that is specifically racist against black people, the prison population is going to be predominantly black, yeah. right? You know, so they, I mean, these things don't happen coincidentally. Yeah, it's about removing people, and you know, it's also why the prison population boomed after the 1970s where you know we had this giant reversal in the american economy and you know finance started to take back you know started to put itself back in the driver's seat and there was a lot of excess labor population that didn't need to exist anymore and so put them in prison problem solved you know uh, but I love this. This is like real safe Seattle stuff. Oh yeah, the, like uh, like a Wajimaya person who was like, uh, you know, uh, the do- like second yeah, generation Wajimaya. Right? Yeah, it was like all oh, police arrest a shoplifter by see him here again like next week. And yeah. It's like yeah, no shit. Yeah, he's still allowed to live. I do not yeah. understand. <laughs> why he breathes sh- my air. Yeah, why were they <laughs> shot like behind the building? You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah well- why didn't Judge Dredd show up? And <laughs> yeah, and that's what they that want. Fucker. They totally yeah. want. Well, that. they all look at Judge Dredd as like aspirational. Yeah, or, you yeah. know, their ideal, the yeah. platonic yeah. ideal of justice yeah. and policing. Well, he's he's gonna lay an Eric Johnson esque little turn of phrase here. He was due in court over the summer, but didn't show. Dun, dun. <laughs> the software engineer who yeah, managed so. to sleuth back his own bike knows where he is. At least on the internet, it's kind of an obs- cool. We'll send police onto the internet to arrest him. I, from that movie Lawnmower Man, I understand it to be a series of navigatable tubes. Oh yeah, what what was that Jesse Slaughter video with her dad? Wasn't he like I called the internet police on you or something? <laughs> Hell yeah, uh, it's some viral video from the old days of the internet. But um, it's kind of an obsession of mine. He told me. 
uh, I'm back. healthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See again, like this is this is Just none stalk, of this stalking this man online. N- none of these instincts are things that you should uh, indulge or feed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But that's I'm, exactly what Danny's doing. I'm My back. Petty to, need for revenge. Yeah, is all I live for. I'm back to tracking his online accounts. Cool. Yeah. He's got a whole bunch of new stuff for sale that is obviously stolen. How how's that? Just obvious? let it go. Like yeah. seriously, just fucking let it well, go. Well, why is it obviously stolen? He has things. He should have nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have, and that was it. That was the end. Yeah. So what do you think, Greg? Are you ready to take up the mantle of vigilantism? Um well, yes, but uh t- toward other targets uh, <laughs> but uh no i still think that um at least just based on this alone i'm unconvinced that danny was really getting any thrill out of it i think he uh was cynically exploiting um the jet just the general like you know he's a i think he's a cynical uh crime you know sensationalist crime reporter is what it sounds like sounds like any fucking tv news producer story you know like well do you uh you know nightcrawler shit do you think if our (laughs) software engineer was a good guy with a gun he would have gotten his uh stuff back i think he would have gotten his nut off (laughs) he might have shot his nut off (laughs) Trying to get out of his sweatpants, just his other <laughs> leg, like Plexico Burris. <laughs> Hell yeah, that'd rule. Yeah, wearing like his startup's free t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, fuck. Uh, yeah. Well, that would be like the Seattle vigilante, is they'd have like an app to summon them yeah. instead of the light in the sky. You'd <laughs> yeah. have to get on, like an app. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Greg's ready to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think that's it. Yeah. I, no, no new patrons. No, Do better, guys. Yeah. All of you. Where are y'all at? Where I you know. been? You all missed out on the great cube steak conspiracy. Yeah. Intelligent cube steak. Some yeah. of you have never played PlayStation in 1990-something, <laughs> and it shows. Um. That Q6 story was great, though. You guys should check I it think out. about it like every day now. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. It's all I've thought about since yeah, I read like it. every day. I just think about it. So it's on the Patreon, everybody. Yep. Yeah, go check that shit out. Yeah, that and many other stories of other episodes. One thousand hours of content. Yeah, yeah. This was a Patreon show before it was a free show, so there's <laughs> even more episodes. We've been there. doing this for seven years. Yeah, it's, all of this is true. <laughs> Greg used to be pro Jenny Durkin actually that's how long this has been going on for. yeah we're horseshoeing it we're just yeah. like you know it's like a perpetual merry-go-round yeah mm-hmm. it's a perpetual yeah. motion machine so it's just Greg and Saul Spady <laughs> hosting the show political zoetrope <laughs> well they're two halves of one whole mm-hmm. just like in the dark crystal oh my god no no don't pervert that I'm picturing me coming back together with Saul Spady and it's Saul is as sexy as the the dudes are merging I don't like it oh man it's funny Uh, anyway okay well thank you for listening check us out on Patreon if you haven't because we we do have some great stuff out there it's only $5 a month so yeah thanks for listening until next time bye